no matter who your congressperson winds up being in the redistricting. You will respect my authority. It's still Joe Thomas in the morning on WCHV. Joe Thomas, in the morning, thank you for letting us be of service to you. Um, and, and I know there's a lot of things a lot of folks want to ask our next guest on the newsmakers line. But I want to start out with these constitutional amendments that um, have been filed by Charnel Herring in the House and Jennifer Boisco in the Senate uh, that would guarantee abortion uh, un- uninfringed and with no weeks. Not 15, not 30, just just open-ended um, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, uh, elevated to a constitutional right. Senator John McGuire, Senator-elect John McGuire, uh, is on the newsmaker's line with us. John, please tell me we can stop these things. John? Did we lose John? He was going to go check something for me there. Um, did I do something wrong? It doesn't look like that. Uh, this is awkward. <laughs> it's just, it says the line's still open, so it says that we're still connected uh, here. But he was going to go check on something uh, for me there. We're also, yes, we're going to talk about the primary stuff as well. Um, so I tell you what, since we've got a lot of folks who want to reach out to you before the Thanksgiving weekend comes, while I try to reconnect with John, let me do this real quick first. Tune in for Black Friday specials on news and analysis all month long with guaranteed free delivery. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Our friends at the Jefferson Coin Shop said they still have a few of the silver rounds available. I'll check in with James Luck today. They're uh, there until, uh, I think, 4 this afternoon at the corner of Rio Road and Seminole Trail in Charlottesville. Um, but you can go and visit with them and uh, talk to them about these wonderful ornaments. But they're also investments, pure silver uh, ornaments and investments at the same time. The silver rounds, but they're going fast. Uh, they will be there Black Friday as well uh, for you as well, but closed on Thursday for Thanksgiving at the Jefferson Coin Shop. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver and I dedicate a lot of my time going fast. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently or having trouble with routine tasks. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Visit alz.org slash time to talk, a message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. When the world seems to be a couple of giblets short of a holiday More turkey, rallies Joe Thomas in the morning. Let's, let's deconstruct chaos. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. All right, we found him. He is uh, Senator-elect John McGuire. Uh, John, how are you doing this morning, sir? John? I see. Let's 
try it again here and see if we can fix that and that. John, can you hear me now? Hey, Joe. Hey, there he is. Uh, how, I know it's been a tumultuous week for you, uh, but, uh, uh and, uh, and we can spend some time on, on the, um, fifth district later on, but I really want to focus in on these constitutional amendments. Um, what, what are the odds we can stop these in either the House or the Senate? Well, you know, you, you got a good point. Um, they have majority in the House and the Senate. And, you know, everyone poured their heart and soul into the, the election. We had a Republican governor. He raised a ton of money. We lost. And elections have consequences. And, you know, we were talking earlier, and you're right, they do have a way around the governor, and that is to pass this in the House and the Senate two years in a row. And so uh, it's, a, it's a sad time for Virginia. Well, it's going to make, well, it, it, in two things, I think it makes, it makes this issue over uh, Ghazala Hashmi's candidacy very, very important now, um, because apparently it still looks like she lied on her paperwork uh, to be a candidate. And, uh, and I don't know if the lies have consequences anymore, John, uh, but at right. least that would put the Senate into a 50-50 split, giving the uh, tie-breaking vote to the lieutenant governor, correct? Well, I, I think that even if we got rid of Mahashmi, they would still have it. Oh. Um, they would still have the votes they needed. Really? Even amongst, I guess, I guess there are Republicans who just don't want to touch this issue. I don't know. I mean, it's, I think, I think the Democrats have the numbers to get this with or without Hashmi. And I think mm. that it's rules for the, not rules for me. If it was a Republican, uh, the, the candidate would be gone. But, right. uh, you know, they've got the judges in place and everything else. Um, I'm not saying we don't fight like, you know, give it all we've got, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. Well, yeah, luckily we'll, you know, we can bring it back because it has to, as I understand the constitutional amendment process. So they pass it this year, but then it's got to languish for four years until the Senate goes through its next cycle. So that's going to be a big issue. Hopefully the Republicans can gird their loins in four years, uh, and then, and then fight it there. Otherwise it comes to the voters in 28. And I know we're talking way in advance, but I mean, this is this is scary stuff, John. This is there are no weeks in here uh, shall not be infringed. Is I mean, this is this is scary language uh, that they're throwing around. Definitely, definitely. And you know, I've been a stalwart in my support of protecting life. You know, you may know I'm the only member of the General Assembly that got up on the floor and gave a speech that said life begins at conception, and I carried a baby sock on my backpack to every committee meeting for six years mm-hmm. to remind people that we must protect our most vulnerable. And when they needed folks to go in and make the vote to uh, keep marriage between a man and a woman, I volunteered to be the guy on the committee to keep it that way. So, um, but they, they, um, I'll tell you, they are, they're fighting a lot with all they've got to get their radical mm-hmm. agenda. But you remember our founding fathers said, uh, this Republic won't work unless we're a moral nation. And, uh, you know, we're, we're in tough times right now, Joe. Well, it's, they've demoralized us. They take it out of the schools. L- luckily, we still have us, uh, talking about this on the, on the floor. And, uh, have you pre-filed any bills, uh, yet? I got a whole list of bills. We're still, we're, we're getting ready to pull the trigger. We are still just tidying up stakeholders and stuff. So, uh, yes, we've got, we've got bills on many different categories. Um, but you know, I mean, look, I'm a positive guy and I'm going to fight. I always do. And I've been able to pass bills in a Democrat majority. You remember when they had one party Democrat rule? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was terrible. Um, and I've been able to pass bills in a majority. So 
Obviously, we were really hoping to get a majority in the House and the Senate so we could protect life and uh, liberty and pursuit of happiness, uh, our God-given rights. But now that we have a Democrat Senate and a Democrat House, I'm still going to put those bills in. I'm going to fight for them. It's going to be a lot tougher. So uh, I want to pivot uh, because it's been a tumultuous week, but uh, you 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 brought it. I guess you you bought it. You 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 get to own it. Um, uh, I know a lot of folks have have been uh, kind of blindsided by um, the announcement that you were going to challenge Congressman Good for the fifth district nomination uh, to the U.S. House of Representatives. I've told people. I said, well, that primary is going to be in May or June. I think June. Uh, so you, you can't wait around for it. Uh, you, so anyone who's got those intentions, we've seen a couple of Democrats already announced in the 7th District as well. Um, John, uh, take us into the thought process. Uh, did this Was this going on for some time? When did you decide you wanted to do this? Well, a couple of things before I forget. I want to um, wish all of your listeners a happy Thanksgiving. We have a, we, despite these tough times, I know God's going to get the last word. So keep it positive. I think our better days ahead of us, mm-hmm. and we have a lot to be thankful for. And also, Joe, thank you for giving me a chance to talk about this. You know, um, I, I sent out a press release. I don't know if you saw it. I had four grievances in that press release, um, and one is I just really believe that we can do better than good in the 5th Congressional District. He's no Thomas Jefferson. And uh, I've been knocking doors all over the place for months campaigning. We won a convention. You were there, 63%. Mm-hmm. People have come to me and said it was their best day in politics. It was just so positive, lots of prayers, lots of positivity. Um, but people have come to me every day saying, John, are you going to run against Bob? John, you should run against Bob. And my answer would be, I'm running for state senate. I'm running for state senate. But he did this. He did that. I'm running for state senate. It just started to weigh on me. It started to weigh on me. And, you know, you probably saw that, you know, he's a never-Trumper. I mean, in the 2016, he was all about Ted Cruz, which is fine, but he's not a Trumper. And then last year, he begged Trump for an endorsement. And then the day Trump got some ridiculous indictment, he betrayed Trump and he endorsed a different candidate. I think Trump is the best president we ever had. I think the, the, the future of our country is at stake in 2024. And we have got to have a America first uh, candidate to get Trump through the primary we got to have an America first candidate to get Trump through the general. And we've got to have an America first congressman to support the America first agenda. So that's grievance number one. He seems to always want to pivot to McCarthy. But the truth is, I've never had a conversation with McCarthy. He likes to say that I took money from McCarthy. But, Joe, I've never taken a dollar from McCarthy. But you know who has? Uh, Bob Good. He was flailing because he his inability to raise money during one of his elections. McCarthy gave him an incredible amount of money. So I have not taken any money from McCarthy. No one's promised me any money from McCarthy. I'm raising incredible money right now. And the way I'm doing it is when I call somebody up and tell them that he backstabbed Trump, they, they say to me on the phone, John, what's the maximum donation I can give you? The American people love Trump. The people in the 5th Congressional District love Trump. Now, you and I were talking about these constitutional amendments that are really a nightmare to our freedoms. Mm-hmm. I believe that we were we have reports every day. I helped 17 candidates across Virginia. I gave out thousands of dollars in this district and outside this district, not just me. Everybody was fighting and working to help Governor Glenn Young can get a majority in the House and the Senate. And even at the uh, Republican Senate caucus retreat, fellow Republican senators were saying, yes, 
they noticed a big difference at the doors when they started having that infighting in D.C. for the for the speaker. Because when you're knocking on doors, all they see is Republicans can't govern, Republicans can't get along, and they say things like the Republican Party is a dumpster fire. Why would I vote Republican? Well, John, if, we, if you look, if you look at the total votes, Joe, it wasn't that there was a lot of tight races, and so. We, you know, and Governor Youngkin said we can win this. We just can't do anything stupid. Now, there's no question. Mike Johnson is awesome. He's more aligned with me and my values, and he's great. But even him, he's getting attacked right now for the continuing resolution that he had to pass. Well, no, it's tough. I just wish he would have waited till November eight. That's all I'm saying on that. So, so, and and going back to that because, and 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 I, I live in this world. I've lived in this world since long before 2017. But certainly, 2017 was a flashpoint of of sometimes feeling like a lone voice of sanity. And certainly, conservative talk radio uh, has always tried to be, uh, you know, not just the hair on fire, uh, but but I I don't want a government that just reacts to whatever CNN anchors and Joe and Mika say. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if, if that's going to be who our Republican leadership is, is Joe Scarborough and what he says about what's going on in Washington, uh, I, I'm, I don't like that world either. And I'll, I'll push back on whether I thought that was, a, I spent a long time saying that that wasn't a dumpster fire just because, you know, uh, Rachel Maddow said it was. Um, I think it was just a parliamentary uh, battle over who, who was going to hold the gavel. And Kevin McCarthy, as far as Bob Good has told us here on the show, uh, just broke promises to the to the caucus and and then they had to go find somebody who was going to replace him um so joe i don't have an argument with that i'm all i'm saying it is what it is it definitely impacted our elections virginia is you know is, is on the as a blue state or a purple state at best and we were we were getting close i'm just saying i wish we could have waited to november 8th obviously we had problems in israel we couldn't help our allies Babies were getting burned. I have friends that text me from Israel and said they absolutely burned children in front of their parents and chopped their heads off. It's a major evil. Um, so I understand. I hear what you're saying. And I do like Mike Johnson. I think he's very aligned with me. Uh, but, but, you know, there's another issue. And I put this in my press release is, um, you know, the concern for how Bob Good treats the people in the district. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Almost every day I get an account of him verbally uh, just, you know, yelling at, uh, constituents mm. because, because he has a disagreement with them. Like they tell me the conversation's going great. And then all of a sudden they have a disagreement and he just puts his finger in their face and gets after them. And even yesterday, I mean, I went to a football game, in Virginia Tech, and probably 20 people came up to me and said, thank God somebody's going after Bob Good. And then they gave their personal stories. You know, one guy said after Bob Good won his election, he called a young college kid up at Liberty University and said he was a disgrace and embarrassment to the Republican Party because he didn't support Bob Good's election. You know, I won that convention. I promise you, Joe, I didn't call Dwayne Adams any of his supporters and call them a disgrace. So they've created this political apparatus. And apparently they've gone to the chairs and said, I want you to pledge your allegiance to Bob or we're getting rid of you. But I'm not running to represent a political insiders, a political apparatus. I'm running to represent we the people. And Bob didn't get that in the convention. He got up there and you heard his speech and it had no effect. We got 63% on a first ballot in a four-way convention. So because I, I campaigned to be the people, not some political apparatus. 
And and I want to ask this one because you brought up the convention and certainly you know a, a barn burner and and twice you know speaking at the, at your convention the tenth uh, district is is a very very loud Bob Good supporter as well um, by what I read I haven't talked to her since last week uh, but uh, w- w- you know, Amanda Chase was a great supporter of yours and is a great supporter of Bob's have you talked to her do you does she because she carries a lot of weight. Uh, in the Commonwealth, even though she didn't win her primary battle to uh, stay in the Senate. Yeah, I have spoken to her. You know, and I don't want to share private conversations, but she is a she has been a great leader for the conservative movement, and I'm certainly a supporter of Amanda Chase. But I'll tell you something else. You know, you asked me earlier, like, like why now? And you're right, you do need enough runway. But I wanted to make a statement of how important this is. I really, really believe that we can do better than good in the fifth congressional district. And, you know, if you and I walked out in your park lot right now and we saw someone verbally uh, abusing a grandmother, would you wait six months to do something about it? Would you walk over there and do something about it? Or would you sprint? I'm a Navy SEAL and we sprint to the fire. This guy is a problem in our district and I'm going to give it all I've got. He has no idea the energy I've got behind this. Every day I'm getting more and more reports on how he is treating his constituents. He should love the people. Of the 5th Congressional District. It is an honor. We work for you, we the people. It's not the other way around. Well, John, uh, and I've said this to Bob as well, uh, and I've said it publicly, I, I will personally set aside hours on the radio for a, a debate if you guys have one. Um, so you, you, know, you have a place, you have a time, I'll put you out there on the Internet and, uh, and our smartphone app. I'll get other stations involved if we need to, uh, but I will I will uh, personally commit to hosting a debate between you two folks uh, if that's what you guys want to do at some point before the primary comes here. Uh, I love it, Joe. And, Joe, I really appreciate you being a strong conservative voice. As you can uh, see from these terrible constitutional amendments we discussed in the beginning, we need voices like you. And thank you for allowing us to talk about these conservative values that we must protect at all costs. Well, and I appreciate it. I was going to make sure you know, that we finished on on the note of Thanksgiving because you're right. You know, God gives us our rights, not government. Government's just supposed to protect them. Uh, and uh, and I bless you for trying to be that kind of person. And thank you uh, for what you've done so far and in the future as well. Uh, but I, uh, more than anything else, I hope you have all your family around with you for Thanksgiving as well. Same to you and your audience. Hey, Joe, can I get my website real quick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You know, I'm forgetting all that other, you know, niceties of, of radio. And by and by the way, don't let Rusty take all the yams at uh, <laughs> at uh, Thanksgiving either. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to see my brother Rusty McGuire. You know, he's the Commonwealth Attorney of Louisa County, and he's on the front line protecting our freedoms as well. Yeah. So I have a brand new website. Uh, it's McGuireVA.com. So it's simple. It's M C G. U-I-R-E-V-A for Virginia, so VA.com. All right. Well, I appreciate it, John. You have a blessed Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. God bless you and your audience. Bye-bye. Keeping Joe Thomas busy so he doesn't try to deep fry his tofurkey again. Happy Thanksgiving from WCHV. Deep fried turkey.